2: We're talking about (laughs)
1: podcast. We're talking about. Very mini Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter. Doe Shorten. Guys, good news. Tell me. We are now in the Wii Sports month of October, thus meaning we have July birthdays.
2: Oh, You see what we're
1: saying? Finally. We got some stars that were born. Yes. Turning 72 years old tomorrow. Okay. okay. So these, these are some Tuesday stars. We don't have July 1, July 2. Okay. Okay. This influence for George Costanza is pretty much only known for two projects that he has been an integral part of. Well, three. He did have a cameo in an episode of Hannah Montana. Turning 72 tomorrow. What? A cameo? This influence for George Costanza is pretty much only known for two projects that he has been an integral part of. Well, three. He did have a cameo in an episode of Hannah Montana. Who him is. Also, the star was born. It, it's a while since we've played. We might have some new listeners. Sure. What we do is I do, I have this uh, generic thing that I write to try and get these guys to guess who the star is that was born on this day. And you play along at home. This one's tougher. This is probably the toughest one today. He, was, he has said that George Costanza is essentially
2: him. I am thoroughly stumped. Jordan? I have to say it because this is somebody who's been buzzing around my brain. 72. And he doesn't fit with any of the clues. <laughs> and he's probably not him, but I there's a feeling that if I don't say his name, then you're going to say, it was this guy. And I'm going to be like, I knew it. Yeah, and you guys are going to be like, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charles Dance. No. Yeah. You remember that one episode of Hannah Montana where Charles Dance was in it? Yeah,
1: and he's like, <laughs> the, the, is the Hannah Montana thing throwing you and off? Because like, that's the We will intention. join our houses. Yeah, it's definitely throwing me off. Then, if you take that out, then the only hint is he's seventy-two and has been in two things. <laughs> and he was the influence for George. <laughs> oh, I'll Stanza. say that.
0: Yeah,
1: I got nothing. Larry David. Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah, he was the influence wrote for Seinfeld, and isn't it wrote in his in Curb Your Enthusiasm. It yeah. was him. It was basically yeah, yeah, him and Jerry. Had written and they said these are kind of the kind of awful things that Larry does all the time. <laughs> this should be a character. Interesting. It okay. should be. It should be the main character's best friend. Interesting. Yeah. I just want to find that Larry David episode of Hannah Montana for real. <laughs> he's in an episode of Hannah Montana. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's credited what as himself in a Hannah Montana <laughs>
2: episode. That's
1: amazing. Like, does that demographic of watcher know who Larry David no! is? <laughs> it's so weird. Go, it's Larry David. I wonder. then <laughs> like, the parents I, are like, <laughs> I, doesn't he have a doesn't he have a daughter? Yeah. I wonder if his daughter was like right around the age to Probably. be into that kind of thing. And it was like throwing her a bone. That's cool. I don't know if I'd say throwing her a bone. I don't know if that's the right analogy. Yeah. Or what What do you call that? Saying? Words. Words. <laughs> 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 no joke. This actress turns 29 tomorrow. When she's not playing the boo of an abusive lover, she's shelling out the abuse herself. Right on the kneecap. No joke. This actress turns 29 tomorrow. When she's not playing the boo of an abusive lover, she's shelling out the abuse herself right on the kneecap. 29 tomorrow. Ooh, they got their think faces on right now. They're going to the movie place.
2: <laughs> I'm going to the movie palace in my mind. The cerebral cinema plane.
1: Is there gonna is there a possible? Mm, I don't think it'd be a career, but I have fun writing these. These little guest boys. We can make a we can make a trivia game and sell it. What? We, I have all of these written. Why don't we just make a little? We can make a little booklet, like a pack, yeah, like a packet. Yeah, we could do that. Star was born packet. Amazing. An app. I always wanted to do the tiny print upside down answer sheet on the back. <laughs> it's the best part. That's the best part. One more time, and then I'm going to tell you what it is, because this is a mini Monday. We're not keeping all the silence in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. This actress turns 29 today. When she's not playing the boo of an abusive lover, she's shelling out the abuse herself right on the kneecap. Granted, when she shelled out the abuse on the kneecap, it wasn't technically her in this role.
2: She hired somebody. The answer is... We have no guesses. I'm going for it. I have no guess. Jordan, you have a guess? Margot Robbie. She's 29?
1: 29. 29. Isn't that crazy?
2: Yeah.
1: The no joke was the reference to Harley Quinn, as was playing the boo of an abusive lover. She also was Wolf of Wall Street, was one of her big ones. Yeah. And he was just crazy. That Leo was, was good, crazy in that movie. That was a was good What's the kneecap thing? Uh, when she's not playing the boo of an abusive lover, oh, she's shelling out the yes, abuse herself. Tanya, Tanya Harding. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I think genuinely, she wasn't even on the list for me because I did not know she was only 29. Same. There's some yeah. kind of maturity about her. That means... Wolf of Wall Street, she was like 22. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. That's okay. crazy. Yeah. I, I'm older than Margot Robbie. There's something that happens even with stardom in general. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but for me too, it's especially athletes, like these grown men, obviously like fine specimens that are just like a decade younger than me now. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? When I would be intimidated by them if I met them in person. Right. So, yeah. I, age I, carries no weight there. I think I, just feel like she's been around for so long that she has to be older than that. You know? Right. And so, I, yeah, I think that... Well, that's got to be a semi-Jennifer Lawrence kind of vibe, too, though. Yeah, yeah They're probably. about the same age. Yeah. Probably. Turning 33 years old tomorrow, we've been following this star for a long time. She was but a child when she first set her elaborate traps. I will say, though, that she grew rather mean after her freaky stage.
2: It's Lindsay Lohan It yeah, is Lindsay is. Lohan It is
1: Parent Trap Parent Trap Freaky Friday Freaky Friday Mean, mean Girls. Girls All negative connotation <laughs> negative. Yeah <laughs> Freaky Mean Traps You know All great movies Yeah very All good. great movies Very good time I thought I would work Herbie in there somehow Sure That'll be yeah. That's tough <laughs> uh,
2: just, I know who killed me
1: This star is fully <laughs> loaded It's <laughs> yeah. like I know who murdered me Or something <laughs>
2: <laughs> What an interesting concept I know who Herbie'd me I know
1: I <laughs> know <laughs> Um, tomorrow we are reviewing
2: 500 Days of Summer. We are. Yes. Yeah. Each day gets its own <laughs> One minute of our show. So it's going to be a long episode. We'll start with Monday. Buckle in. First day of summer.
1: <laughs> um, so I kind of went on a rabbit trail as I often do. Sure. And yeah. And I wanted to see, because there's a ton of movies out there that have a number in the title. Okay. Now, mm. some of these are sequels. Sure. And some of these are like Five Hundred Days of Summer that just have a number. Like, there's a lot. Joseph Gordon-Levitt has been in another one love in it. the summer. Sorry, Levitt. we love, love it though. It. We do love it. Has been in another number movie mm-hmm. in the summer of Love last year. Ten Things I Hate About You. True. So I was looking up, and I want you guys to guess. What do you think? And this includes sequels here. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, it has to have a number in the title. What do you think is the highest grossing film with a number? of all time. This is according to Box Office Mojo. This is number eight all time. Highest grossing film. With a number in it. With a number in it. Is it Men in Black 2? This would be that's actually a sequel. So, sorry about is that. Is this that's Toy Story 3? A sequel. No, no. Okay. Both very good guesses. If you don't get it, you'll be pretty angry. You'll be pretty angry. Oh. Which one? Is it yeah. Too Fast, Too Furious? Nope. No way. You got to no think the highest grossing of oh, that franchise. Fast... Furious 7? Yep. Okay. The one that's, it's been a long day. Yeah. Okay. Furious 8 wasn't too far behind. Now, uh, another fun thing. Some 7 is the best one, though. I forget that sequel extends beyond the second movie in (laughs) a franchise. Right, right. So, six of the top ten movies, highest grossing of all time, six of the top ten are sequels. Jeez. And here's the thing. I didn't count Marvel's The Avengers. Right. Because yeah. technically, this was the first Avengers movie. Yeah. So I didn't even count that. But if I did that, seven of the top 10. Jeez. 13 of the top 20 highest grossing films of all time are sequels. Wow. Now, number 30 on the list of highest grossing films of all time has a number in it, but it is not a sequel. So this would be something like uh, an Ocean's Eleven. Right, yeah. Or something like that. Could you guess maybe what that is? This one's tough. I think I'm just going to tell it because okay. it would take a while. Rogue One.
0: Oh, is the highest-grossing uh, okay.
1: movie that has a number in the title that is not technically a sequel? Okay. It is even a prequel, uh, and it's yeah. and it's spelled out. And then we've got number forty-eight, <laughs> okay, which is a sequel. It's tough when it's broken into pe- like it's one big story, yeah. But I guess that's what sequels are a lot of the time. Battle of the Five Armies, okay, oh, is number a good, forty-eight. What a good movie too. It's highest, the uh, highest that we grossing love on our show. Made so much money. Um, we might have done this once on the podcast, but it's more appropriate now, seeing as we you know we're by the numbers right now with the five hundred days of summer tomorrow. Sure. Can you think of a and I have one, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a rank you very much, like a definitive one through ten of like the most famous one movie. So like Rogue One could go up against like one flew over the
2: cuckoo's nest. Does two thousand one a space odyssey count?
1: I don't think so because the number in That's that is two thousand one. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Let me just tell you what I do have a, a place for us to start. Okay, so I was thinking Rogue One or One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some other ones. I can't right now. Two could be two
2: chunks in a hunt. The movie. Yeah, <laughs> sure. C- yeah. Coming soon. Yeah, not, not really. yeah. Um, no yeah No.
1: And here's the thing, though. In this list, I don't want us to do like Too Fast, Too Furious or no sequels. Oh. No. Yeah, I think it needs to just be in the name. Two Towers, Lord of the Rings. Two Towers. Yeah, yeah that's, that's gotta good. be it. That's good. Three. The only one I could think Return of is... Return of the thing <laughs> Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> I can't think of another. Three billboards Three outside. billboards. Yeah yeah, 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 That'll be on our list. Okay. Four. Fantastic four. Probably. Is, yeah, that works.
2: That works. Five. 100 Days of Summer. The five-year engagement. Yeah. Hmm? Wasn't that what that's called? The five-year engagement? Jason Segel, Emily Blunt? Am I crazy right now? I don't know. IMDb break. And the results are in. It is called the five-year engagement. Hey, there we go. Oh. Good job. You got it. Let's go for six. Or what about 5 feet
1: apart? That's coming out soon. Nope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> 6. Is there a movie with 6 in it?
1: There's got to be there I would bet money there's a movie called 6 feet under. I was just about to say that. There's too. a
2: series called 6 feet under. Big Hero 6.
1: Big oh Hero six. yeah, that's the one. Nice. 7? Hmm, 7 Samurai is a pretty big one. Seven yeah. psychopaths. Magnificent 7. Magnificent 7. There's a lot of sevens. 7
2: pounds? Snow White yeah. and the Seven Dwarves. Uh, <gasps> seven. Hateful big one. Eight is a good one. Hateful Eight. is Isn't there a movie just called Nine? There is. Like yes. It, it had, had a lot of hype. All those it little creepy so dudes. It had Coheed and Cambria in yeah. the trailer. District Nine,
1: though, is what we're gonna actually. Yeah. Nine.
2: I love that movie. Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. Ten. Ten things I hate. Okay. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Ten things I hate about you. How to lose a guy in ten days. Dang. Ten Commandments. Mm. <laughs> Wet Hot yeah. American Summer 10 years later mm. mm-hmm. It's a sequel so Oh true Which one are we picking there?
2: Well, I guess that sequel
1: Doesn't have anything to do with Let's go the, 10 things I hate about yeah, you 10 things I hate about you yeah. And then we'll end on Ocean's 11 Or 12 mm. Angry Men Or 12 Angry Men <sighs> Or 13 billboards 13 billboards <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I mean that would have been Funny too It's either 3 or 13 It's one word scenario. per board Yeah <laughs> Hey so Here's the deal Where is my daughter? <laughs> Wait, no. She knew where she was. We're not going to go through the plot of three boards right now. <laughs> did I do thirteen? Will you do some yes or pass? And I'll start with a yes. Okay. Okay. Yes on Toy Story 4. I saw it. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. And it's funny as we bring up sequels, because I think I was sitting there wondering, like, why did I not expect to? Or what was holding me back from wanting to enjoy it? It was just so strange. Like, what? Because the three movies were so great. Yeah. Toy Story yeah. One, two, three, and then we do four. But then it's like, I don't know. It's somewhere in between. It's not supposed to be James Bond. It's not supposed to be Fast and Furious. But with Pixar, especially with them doing so well, like why not? Why not sure. just go to five and six and seven? And I don't know. I just kind of felt like we talked a little bit a little bit about it last week, but I was like holding on to this is only special for me. But I guess what makes it special is, and I wonder if parents feel differently. Yeah. Right. Like if they have a kid that gets to say, this is mine. Yeah. This this arc is mine. These new characters that weren't around at your first movie, these are mine. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how I've felt before about um, like like a new Star Wars series. Like when some one of these epic things comes back. Sure, yeah. And it's been a long enough distance between Toy Story and Toy Story 4 to say, yeah, it's generational. Yeah, I think there's yeah. part of it that We've been we've all been burned a
2: couple times too many by Mm. stuff like this. And I think it I mean, I'm I think I'm definitely jaded to it. Yeah. For sure. Can you trace that back to a specific movie? Is there Um, a movie that made you go into other movies jaded? For me, it's easy Batman versus Superman.
1: Batman versus Superman was a big one. Um, like a big one. Uh I I felt I remember even feeling pretty burned by like Cars 2. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. As a kid, and be like, well, that's not at all. You know what? I I put off Finding Dory forever. Hey, Finding Dory is pretty great. It is. But I put it off because of Cars 2. Yeah. Do you think there's something lazy about just doing a sequel? If it doesn't feel earned, yeah.
2: Yeah. Sequels, sequels more than like an original story. Sequels have to justify their existence because you have to pick up the narrative stakes from the first story.
1: So is there a certain like underlying creativity it takes to have a sequel? I just think it Cuz what's tough is you've already you've already had the character arcs or the character momentum. You've already momentum. the characters. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you have written a so I, yeah, I think there's a difference between a sequel that comes from a movie that was left open-ended to leave room for more story, yeah, versus a sequel that is from a, a you know, like a closed loop then we open back up again. Look at Terminator
2: 2. Like we have to pick that up and the dramatic stakes are completely different and then characters have different goals and different motivations that are still in line with the things that we knew about them to be true from the first Terminator. Right.
1: That's good. It's just same characters, completely different environment. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it. Because I think that it can be, I think the two reasons that justify a sequel are there's more story
2: to tell or there is a new story that needs these same characters and settings. Yep. For sure. Which while we're talking about Finding Dory, I don't think Finding Dory totally landed that. Finding Dory succeeded in spite of its premise. I think. I think I
1: agree with you because I don't think it, it's a
2: story that needs to be told, but it's fun to watch.
1: Fundamentally, Finding Dory is just let's do Finding Nemo again but different. Here is what yeah. I can promise you for Toy Story Four. It felt like it needed, okay, to be okay. told.
2: Okay, it really did. It Good. felt like it ended some character arcs. That's that's what I've heard from. That's the rumor inside in such Pixar a since way. they greenlit it. Like they were like, we think Toy Story Three was the end of the franchise. And then we were pitched Toy Story 4, and we said, this is actually the end. We have to do this one.
1: Yeah, because there's some things that you notice at one point that you're like, this has kind of been unresolved. And it looks like this is the momentum of this movie, is to resolve that. Cool. So, it's totally worth seeing. Cool, cool. Not to mention, 98%. Critic, ninety five percent viewer, yeah, sure, yeah. so certified. Something else that's certified and a big yes for us. We just bought tickets for it, and we're going to be reviewing it next week. It's true. Yep. Spider Man Far, Far From, from Home. home. Yep. Ooh, we're going to so go very see exciting. it
2: the day after this episode comes out. It's true. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll
1: see it on tomorrow's episode. <gasps> we'll live. We'll live tweet it. <laughs> no, we can't do that. Um, did we talk about Midsummer? No, we haven't. I've heard good things, though. I have too. Yes. It spooks me big. I'm going to say yeah. a yes. I'm going to say, I might see it. I'm going to say, pass, pass for theaters, yes, yeah. for home. Completely in light. It's I'm, completely in the daytime. That's crazy. It's never dark in that movie. Ugh. I don't buy it. It's going to go down. I'm not a boy. horror movie
2: in theaters. It's kind like, of
1: it's 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 like a this pass. couple that's trying to do some kind of rehabilitation or counseling retreat. And then they go and stumble upon something that is not a counseling retreat. That's basically the premise. It's yeah, like they're oh, trying to get themselves cut coat knives. It's pretty bad. <laughs> It's pretty bad. Another movie, it's fun when you start scrolling through some of this stuff. Also, did y'all guys hear Beyonce and um, yep. Gambino singing Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Yeah. Yep. Yes, please. Yep. I'm ready for that. We won't talk about it yet, but I think you know how we feel. Um, there's a movie coming out July 19th. It, it's fun to stumble upon this. This might be a more regular thing. It's almost like our uh, reviewers, yeah. like our people who are writing the synopsis for some <laughs> of our movies. We've got a movie coming out July 19th called Purge of Kingdoms. Excuse? Yes. In a parody of Game of Thrones, Ugh, nobles yes. from the eight kingdoms gather for Purge Fest 3000 to oh try and gosh. put an end to their violent conflicts while members of the fat king's own family conspire to overthrow him. I'm ready to read through the names. Okay? Okay. Uh, the guy who's written who directed uh whoa. <laughs> the guy who directed Purge of Kingdoms also did Instant Death classic Lou Ferrigno movie. And Skin Traffic. <laughs> what? What?
2: Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, here's the names of our characters. That's like a dark version of Pixar's cars. I, I know. Like, These <laughs> cars are living and alive. So,
1: we're, I'm going to read these names until we don't want to read them anymore. Because we'll decide when they're not funny anymore. Okay. Uh, I'm done. And it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's through the credits list. So, uh. Barbo. <laughs> Kirksey, uh Dead Art. Is played by Lou Ferrigno. Okay, Bob Stark. <laughs> oh, sorry, Bob Stork, <laughs> Ariana Stork, John Doe.
2: Goodness gracious!
1: <laughs> nope. Whoa! It got it. It got it appropriate. And then peasant. Um, I was done at Barbo. I want everybody yeah. to know that I was <laughs> done at Barbo. Yeah, you were rough. done at Barbo. That's the that's the episode title. <laughs> I just have to say it's fun. That's one of my favorite parts is to see the mini Monday episode title that Doge comes up with. Yeah. And then there's always like a little bit of win if it's something that just came up organically. It almost yeah. always is. Yeah. Something that just yeah. happened. Well, and it, like it's super fun to look at the episode and like read the title and be like, what was Doge's favorite joke that he made from that episode? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm my favorite one. Oh so. uh, my <laughs> gosh. Well, uh, that's all I have for... Did you watch... Jordan, you watched Los of Spookies. Did
2: you, Doge? I did. I did not.
1: Okay. You like it as well. I like it. Yeah, you also really would. Do. Yeah, there's two episodes. I haven't even seen the second It one. is so strange. It
2: is strange. It is a
1: weird, weird show. And It definitely I really feels like, like they opened up Fred Armisen's brain. Yeah. And said, what What do you want to do? So
2: I've been describing it as a reverse Scooby-Doo. Amazing. Amazing. Are they trying to do like a, like a here's what we did with Barry for Bill. Here's what we're doing with Los Spookies for Fred.
1: No, I don't think so. Though I love that. I like that concept of taking these like SNL.
2: Yeah, like are they giving them just like, hey, here's your project. Like yeah. this one's going to be you all the way through. I feel like Fred has had that many times over
1: and has proven that he yeah. deserves. Oh I yeah, like Portlandia. The, the, Portlandia Portlandia is the magic of Barry was that Bill came out of left field with this one doing stuff we've never seen before. Yeah, that's And this is Fred in his element, I and think. And yeah. it's depth. Barry is kind of different. Yeah. Well, Los uh, of Spookies is for sure different too. Yes. But anyways, um, it's funny how there's both a dark, twist on both of these. yeah, Yeah. And I think that goes hand in hand with just humor. Yes. There's something really dark about humor. Yeah. Um, But to end this episode, I would love for us to, in this number-themed episode, state your name and then give me a legitimate, like, not trying to be funny. Maybe it's funny. You do what you want. It's your podcast. A legitimate sequel that you want. Okay. That is not in works right now.
2: Okay. Okay. Easy. Easy answer. Really?
1: Yeah. I'm Carter, and I really could go back to the world that is Coco. Ooh, yeah. I think I'd like another
2: Coco movie. Um, I like that. And I think there's a lot of ways they can go with it, but I dig it. I'm Doge and I want District Ten more than anything. District there 9 rumors is about that so for a open It's been rumored for like ten years. Oh, it is so open ended. District nine is so open it. I gotta see what happens to Christopher when he comes back. Yep. Fair enough. Uh I'm Jordan and I loved Game Night
1: so much last that was year. So such good. a surprise. It was that such was so a funny fun. movie. It was so original. I
2: mean, it it blew me away. And so I'm gonna say Game Night too. I would uh, love a sequel. It's called Game Night Colon Rematch.
1: Yeah. I could do that all day. A colon rematch.
2: Yeah. My colon versus your your colon again.
1: Who's taking home the prize.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants.